1: Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball Sunday morning. I believe this is the second time we've carried the show over to Astros baseball and I'm pretty excited about my guest today we he's been on the show before but not in this format so I'm pretty excited to have fun with uh the train guy Astros train guy Mr. Bobby Dynamite Mr. Dynamite oh yeah that's your father that's my dad yeah (laughs) what's up man (laughs) hey you know I had a question I, I was telling somebody who you were And I said, yeah, he, he." do you call it honk the horn or blow the horn?
0: Uh, I guess blow the horn. I don't know. Blow, right? Yeah, right. So,
1: (laughs) hey, I got it in my question. How do you blow the horn? All right. So is there a button or is there like a cool string, like on a, on a semi
0: that you pull? No, it's, uh, honestly, okay, here we go. Peek behind the curtain. It's, uh, just an iPad that we have some, uh, sounds loaded into. So there it is. I just ruined it for everybody.
1: Oh man, you ruined it for a. You <laughs> yeah, we're off to a great start, aren't people. we? <laughs> <laughs> what else you got?
0: <laughs> so it's <the> bourbon talking.
1: <laughs> so what? I, so what I was going to ask you is, maybe we should do this again. We'll have like a a bourbon Saturday night or something, where we just both kind of get buzzed. Oh, dude, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> All right, so I was gonna ask you, like, is there a certain amount of times that, you know, it gets blown? But you, I mean, you, now you're gonna have to tell me. I don't know. I mean,
0: is it just pre-recorded? Yeah, it's just all it's just pre-recorded, and then, uh, you know, it just whatever I'm feeling. Uh, that's how many horns will go and bells and whistles, all that kind of good stuff. There's really no okay. rhyme or reason.
1: If it's pre-recorded on ipad today's game you probably had to recharge that dude today
0: yeah uh let's see so we're recording this saturday night and we just won what was it 15 to 3 i don't know i I lost count i was told there would be no math 16 to 2 16 16 to 2 okay wow See, now you
1: gave them another peek behind the curtain because I was going to pretend like this was Sunday morning. But Dude, now
0: I am just – you know what? I am just like totally destroying everything. So I'm just going to go ahead and call it a night. Good night, everybody.
1: Uh, thanks for <laughs> joining me, buddy. All right. Good show. <laughs> good talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so anyway, they know I'm going to the game. I can't record it on Sunday morning.
0: Well, here's the thing. On- if, if anyone knows me, uh, that's that's – that's listening to this there they know there is no way in the world that you got me on a sunday morning because i i don't do mornings i just you know that whole morning person thing is is not me so
1: well that worked out very good because i do the shows (laughs) at eight in the morning and this is the only week this month that i couldn't do it in the morning i had to do it at night so match made (laughs) in heaven is that what you want to call it
0: yeah, sure. Let's let's go for that. Well, you know, I'll, I, I'm I'm over two already with you, so I'll, I'll I'll go and take the win. I'll go and take the uh, I eked out an infield single with that one.
1: <laughs> All right. So, looking at the week in review, uh, the Astros are on the road at Seattle. They got killed. Oderizzi, you know, lasted four innings, gave up four runs. Uh, they went to Colorado. It was freezing. It was actually snowing one game. Uh, Garcia had a good outing. He he did he did pretty good. Um, I think some runs counted against him when someone else came in, but uh, you know, not 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 any quality starts. But you know, we we go into Colorado. I was expecting a sweep, and we lose both games. Uh, how, were you surprised at the Astros getting beat over
0: there? Or? Yeah, you know, you're. All, and that could have gone better. That's, you know, I'll just leave it at, at, at that. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of the, uh, I, I take the approach that games that you win in April or games that you don't have to win in September, you know, so uh, it didn't work out that way for us on the road trip. So, you know, you just kind of take your lumps and you know that there's you know uh, the rest of the season used to, you know, to go in front of us. I mean, you know, on the, on the plus side, you know, what is it? We still have, what, uh, 152 and 10 is still in play. So, <laughs> you know, that's, um, yeah. uh, not, not every road trip is going to go our way. Not every stand is going to go our way. But, you know, it's, it's a long season. So I'm not too worried about it.
1: Well, at least the Astros turn it around for the home crowd. Uh, they come home and, like, destroy the Angels 8-2. to But I'm trying to remember if that game was kind of close for a while. You know, it's, Oh no, uh, they were winning 8 to 0. They
0: yeah, the, yeah, the uh, host
1: home run at the end. Right. Yeah. Again, another one from him. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah, yeah, he had the one over the right foul pole over there that may or may not have been a home run. Uh but a that... great outing by Javier. They brought right. him back from uh from uh the on offline site, I can't remember what it's called anymore. Uh, alternate training site. Alternate right? training site. Is that, yes. is that what we're calling?
0: It? Is that what the kids are we're, calling it these days? We're,
1: yeah, we're bringing all the amazing players back to help the Astros win this week. But but five innings and no runs. Bregman was three for four with three RBIs. Straw and Correa both had RBIs. That, I mean that was a good game. That was, that was a, <laughs> it was a nice and comfortable to get a win after losing all those games on the road.
0: Now, isn't isn't that kind of cool about this team? Is like you know you know you know Bregman is going to do his thing, you know Correa is going to do his thing, uh, Brantley, uh, Granke. You know we we, I mean we we've got stars up and down up and down the lineup, but to have guys that uh, are, you know, uh, fighting for their their big league medal and just you know coming in and just coming in seamless, seamless seamlessly. And you know, contributing in the way that, that they have, you know, Christian Javier Gar- Garcia, uh, uh, and then the, today, and then today with uh, Kenton Manuel. Man, I mean, he's like, wow, is uh, I mean, that that those that was a signature, you know, um, uh, uh, that was like a hallmark of, of our uh deep playoff run teams, and then to have that. Uh, just, just keep happening with, with, with some of these guys. That, that's a lot of fun to watch.
1: You know, at, at the end of the game today, uh, the Astros won 16-2, by the way, if you're just listening this and you didn't see the game. The Astros just pummeled them today, and it was fun. But what's crazy is Oda Rizzi, who hasn't pitched well yet, got one guy out and came out of the game with his, like, something's wrong with his arm. And then Kent Emanuel... Who's been on this show before? I'm proud to say, and uh, he was supposed to come in the other day, but I guess they scored runs and King got back in the game. But he finally made his debut today, and the guy pitched almost a complete game. And how amazing was was that?
0: uh, Right after the game, I I tweeted hashtag the Kent Emanuel game, and I mean that's that's exactly how I feel about it. I mean this one. this game is going to stand out. This game is going is to be remembered for for some really, really good reasons. And I think that uh, Kent Emanuel's Major League debut is going to be at the top of that list.
1: Yeah, he totally looks like he could start. I mean, that's obvious, right? If you can go almost nine, two names. thirds. <laughs> he only so- gave up two runs. You know what I tweeted out is that his he gave up a home run to poolholes. And I was like, he'll, he'll be telling his I, – I, this is way before he did the eight and two-thirds. I'm like, this guy is going to be telling his grandkids. I gave up my first Major League Baseball home run to Pool Holes.
0: I kind of feel like I'm the only person in the in our organization that hasn't given one up to him. So, um, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just hang that little star by my name.
1: And then he gave one up to Otani. So he gave up, you know, some pretty big-name player. But that's it. That's the only two runs he gave up.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, those were the. I think those was how many hits? No, no, I think he had like he gave up five hits. So yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, but
1: we kind of, we kind of skipped Friday, which was an amazing game. Um, it was just crazy. We just kept escaping things. Like, what were you thinking up there in the train that day? I mean, they were they were getting a hit every eight pitches. They were pretty much destroying us without scoring. We we just stayed in the game somehow. Like, what was going
0: on up there in the train? You know, it just kind of felt like it was one of those nights. Uh, let's see. I don't think the Angels got on the board to, like, what was it, the fifth or sixth inning, fourth or fifth? Fifth inning. And uh, just like, oh, man, you know, the way this game is going, you know, this is, this is going to be – it was going to be hard to come back is what I, you know, is – that was what was running through my head. Uh, Haney was uh, just just mowing through us, and Granky, you know, like you were saying, you know, they they'd get a hit, and you know, I don't know how many guys they left on base, but it felt like it was pretty much the the whole roster. And yeah, I, I didn't actually look that up, but it could have been so much worse. It really I mean, could have, and you know, uh, the double play in I think it was the top of the seventh, the one. Uh, the comebacker to Granky, where he threw uh, the strike at second base. Diaz was there to meet it. And then uh, 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 onto first base, uh, he threw another strike there. I was like, oh, man, that's that's the play right there. That's the play that's got to, you know, hopefully turn the momentum for us. And, you know, sure enough, Gurriel hit the two-run shot in the uh, bottom of that inning and, and tied it for us. So, I mean, it's just like – ah, you know, we finally were able to take advantage of something. And, you know, again, it's just one of those neat things where every night it's somebody different that, that contributes. And, you know, it, it really, really uh, makes this team must watch because you never know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, that that Friday game was amazing. I mean, we should have been getting killed, but we stayed in it with Grinky magic is what I called it.
0: And no other we, work for it man
1: <laughs> and, and then we and then we tie it up and you're like oh my god we have the momentum everything is going great and then presley gives up those two runs in the ninth or the 10th in the 10th inning mm-hmm. and i poured bourbon in my drink like you know <laughs> i was like you got to be kidding me i mean to be so close you know to 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 be in a game that just you're just getting manhandled and have a chance to win and just blow it was was so rough but it had such an amazing it was just an amazing game that's like the game
0: of the year probably that was a lot of fun and let me let me go on the record saying that even though we won I absolutely cannot stand having the uh runner on second to begin the extra innings that is uh so when they scored the first run I'm I'm sitting there thinking to myself you mean to tell me presley is going you know if we don't come back it, we're gonna have to hang an l on him and he only gave up you know one hit on that uh on a on a runner or he gave up the one run on, uh to a runner that he didn't even allow yeah I, I I absolutely and and I thought the same thing last year and it's like I get it both teams you know get the get that opportunity and and everything I you know we still had our opportunity in the in the bottom half of the inning and you know we were able to take advantage of it as well but I I just hate that that rule uh, it's it it's really really a sore subject with me because you know I don't I don't I, if they want to keep it, I, I, I'm trying to think of ways to to fix it. I've come up with a couple things in my head, but none of it I like enough because it, you still have that runner on second.
1: When when Correa smashed that home run today, that, that was real. It was was it a lead off homer or just? Yeah, that was his first
0: career lead off home run.
1: That was coming at you. He yeah, smashed
0: that. dude, he uh, <laughs> he core rushed it, man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, yeah, that I was mean, up on the
0: train tracks. You know, Altuve may be back
1: tomorrow. I'm not sure, but I know he'll be back really soon. And he's the leadoff guy. But I'm I'm liking Correa up there. It's like having another
0: George Springer. Uh, you, isn't that really cool about our lineup that you can just you know kind of just put put whatever part you you want to into that spot and. You know, it's going to produce and it's going to uh, cause some kind of awesome chain reaction down the line. Yeah, he uh,
1: it it was amazing because I don't know. I mean, they 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 tried straw. That didn't work. Brantley, you would think he would work better there because, you know, he's a 300 hitter. But it's just like some sort of excitement Carlos Correa brings to the game and then his fielding. (laughs) I mean, I'm so amazed by his arm every time I watch a game. It's just amazing. Oh, to be young and athletic. Yeah. I, I, was, I was that a long time ago. Well, I was young. <laughs> but you, when you're just a little boy in your little overalls in the train – Did you ever see a train in the mall growing up and say that's? Oh yeah, yeah.
0: You know, I I think there was one in like Memorial City Mall, and you know, did the one at Astroworld and at Herman Park, and and all of that.
1: So I ran a poll this week, and they're usually about the Astros, but since you're a big wrestling fan, and the last time we had you on, you know, me, we we started talking about wrestling and got veered off. But let's bring it up. You know, I, I did a poll, and I, this is just who I could think of. I mean, I'm going to ask you for your opinion to add some better choices to this. But which of the four is the best ever wrestling character? It was uh, Steve Austin, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, or Ric Flair. Who did you pick
0: out of that foursome? Oh, I, I went with Stone Cold. That was, To me, as far as wrestling character of those four, uh, Stone, Stone Cold, no doubt.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I vote Steve Austin as well. I mean, he's just, he's really cool and kind of like The Rock had an era when he was a bad guy and he was really cool. But his shtick kind of got old to me. And then, I don't know. But Steve Austin never got old. I mean, he, he was just so good at it, so good at being a bad guy that he became a favorite. I mean, but who would you put on there that's not on here? Oh, let's who's see. Your, who's your Mount Everest of wrestling characters? I, I was going to put Bret Hart on here, but I didn't. Know.
0: Okay, okay. So now you you you've got to... You, so you're going to have either your Mount Rushmore of greatest wrestlers or your Mount Rushmore of greatest characters. And I kind of think that there's a there's characters. a a difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Characters. Okay, so characters. I would say. Hmm. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, The American mm. Dream. Number one interviewer ever, Dusty uh, Rhodes. Oh, man. Now, who didn't try to talk like the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and try to get that uh, that little list that he would uh, <laughs> have in his voice when he was talking about being the son of a plumber from Austin, Texas, and uh, dined with kings and poppers and... Hard times. Hard
1: times.
0: <laughs> he said he uh,
1: he he dined with kings and queens, and he slept in alleyways and ate pork and beans.
0: That's what it was. Oh, I could not could not remember the line. That that there it is right there. Dusty Rhodes. I okay. Dusty Rhodes uh, would be uh, I would say on that Mount Rushmore uh, character, the Macho Man Randy Savage. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see, Rowdy Roddy mm-hmm. Piper, and The Best Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase.
1: Ah, I would say Ted, those you, would
0: be the uh, characters.
1: You know, I read a book about Ted DiBiase, and he said that the WWF at the time, they would give him wads of money. Like he was really giving money to people.
0: Yeah, he had to sell it. You know, it's, uh, what's the kayfabe back in those days where, you know, if he walked into a restaurant and he just, you know, take care of everybody's tab because you know everybody's got a price. We're the million dollar man.
1: Yeah, they would <laughs> they would say stuff like, "Eat this, you know, eat this worm," and I'll give you ten thousand. Like he he was really giving those people ten thousand and. It was, oh, it, was a pretty, it was a pretty good book. Where was I? I, mean, I would have done it.
0: Ten <laughs> grand?
1: You do not want to hear what we talk about where I work, what we would do for a million dollars. You do not <laughs> that's a whole nother show. That's <laughs> that's like Astros Baseball After Dark. You do not want to hear those topics.
0: Well, okay, so go going back to the characters for a second, like my my thing is, you know, the best characters are the ones that you can relate to. So You know, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes was, you know, imperfectly perfect. Yeah. Um, Let's see.
1: And then, you know, you you know what? There's a lot of people like Macho Man. You know how awesome he was. And then he kind of got stupid with the different outfit and the streamers and the cowboy hat. Like everybody kind of gets out of their character
0: Come uh to, and, no, uh, the cowboy hat and the streamers were awesome. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, the, but you still
1: you still like wrestling
0: though. Yeah. The, so my, my my favorite era of wrestling was that, you know, n- late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. yeah, that was that was my all time favorite era right there. Um but you know, like, who, you know who I really liked? Who, who's that? And th- this is a this is an
1: example of, of me telling you that they kind of ruined a character. Is Goldust. Love Goldust. He was so cool when he came out, so cool. And then they, you know, he fell in love with like Razor Ramon
0: and just got all weird. Got all weird. It it got weird, but nobody was doing that stuff. And it was, it. I, I don't know. It's like you know you, you got to remember it's still just wrestling, and so it's like you know what? Let let let's see where they go with this. Um, I, you know, it, it didn't bother me. I thought it was, you know, yes, weird, but like the more, like looking back on it, you know, it was pretty tone deaf for where we are today, Mm -hmm. but you know, at that time, you know, like I said, it was, it was different. It was, you know, uh, something that we had never really seen before in, uh, in mainstream, wrestling uh when i was a kid you know i remember like uh adorable adrian adonis and um oh the british guy adrian Ador- street i was that's who i was gonna bring up
1: and uh, he, he used to wrestle in mid-south yeah and he with was miss linda he was wrestling somebody for like the uh mid-south championship or something uh-huh. and the guy the guy picked him up to do a back body drop and Adrian Street kissed him, and he rolled over and pinned him, and people were throwing bottles at him. They were yeah. so mad.
0: Yeah, well, look at where the, what the time was. Look at, you know, hello, Mid-South. Uh, you, know, <laughs> that, you know, just stuff like that didn't fly there. But, you know, that was, like, truly groundbreaking uh, material there. And, in, in, you know, here's the funny thing is, to, to me is, like, someone like Adrian Street, Someone like Goldust, you cannot hand that character to just anyone. The, you know yeah. the, you, they have to be, the, especially at, in those times. They had to be somebody that could back it up. And Adrian Street and Goldust, and you know there was a time Adrian Adonis, you know, uh, could go. So uh, Adrian
1: Adonis was the most most athletic
0: acrobatic fat person ever exactly exactly and and he owned you know and, and be, you know before he you know that effeminate character he, you know he owned it you yeah. know you 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 know you, you were in for it that night but uh, <laughs> okay if you want to go through the history of wrestling though who was the first great heel I don't know gorgeous george oh okay so it's and, flamboyant. You gotta ask. Yeah, flamboyance. that flamboyance. That that you know, that's a much better. Uh, Gorgeous uh, word Jimmy Marvin.
1: He was pretty hated when I was growing up.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, well, anybody that had the uh, uh, you know the hairband look at that time, <laughs> you know, uh, you know the the what? Look at the Midnight Express. You know, uh, every father's nightmare from your daughter. You know, hailing from your daughter's dreams. You know, <laughs> that, I mean those. That's uh, that that rock, I guess that rock and roll just uh, you know they looked better than us. So what was it, ravishing Rick Rude? Remember that dude? That oh was another great character, goodness. man. Yeah. You know, what I'd Christian. like to have right now is for all you fat, ugly, <laughs> and sweat hogs to shut your mouths. And so I'm the show you what a Take real a good man... look at what a real man's supposed to look like. Wait a minute. Hold oh. on. Hold on. Hit the music. <laughs> yeah,
1: Rick Rude um, was cool. Yeah. So if you guys are still with us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can, there's no way they're not enjoying hearing the real you. It's amazing. So let's, not that I want to, I just want to start a wrestling podcast with you, to be honest. Um,
0: let's do it. I'm in.
1: Let's do it. Uh, Players of the week. Pitcher, for me, Kent Emmanuel. I don't even got to look it up. I Dude, don't did, care. You, did you just steal Kent Javier Emanuel did. from me? God. I don't care what Javier did. I don't care what Green Key. I don't care what a single guy did all week. Nothing
0: beats what we just saw today. Yeah, you you, you took mine with Kent Emmanuel Kent And you know what? Major League debut, we'll, we'll share him. Because you... you it's okay clutch. to share. We we can yeah. pick the same guys. It's cool. Absolutely clutch. Uh the big you know here here here's a funny thing. When he came in and you know after every pitch he took uh you know uh, the first uh, few pitches. He took a walk right behind the mound. I was like, "Oh my god, this guy is amped. I'm getting amped, you know?" Yeah. He, it it was uh I mean, that's what I saw from the train. That's what I felt from the train was like, man, this, this guy has that, 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 you know, major league debut rah, happening right now. So I was like, man, just, just harness it in kid. Give us uh just give us a couple of innings, get us to the, to the next pitcher and everything will be okay. And by a couple of innings, uh, eight and two thirds, four strikeouts, five hits, two, uh, two runs on off of the Pujols and Otani Homers. Wow. What a... it's, it's not just that it was his debut.
1: It's, it's all that that came with it. The suspension that he believed wasn't right. The fact that he is sort of protesting that by wearing the number zero.
0: I got a chill when I saw the zero come out of uh, the bullpen. I was like, this is his moment that he's deserved. Ah, uh, You know, I don't know enough about the, uh, the suspension and what's led to it and what's put him, uh, what put him in the mindset that he's in. All I know is that he came in in a really, really difficult spot and showed the world who he is, and that was awesome. It was very awesome.
1: Yeah. And, and the other day... I was excited to see him warming up because I think the Astros were, you know, maybe they were, you know how there are certain situations where they have two guys in the bullpen, but but something changes. And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, let's not put this rookie in to make his debut. We just scored two runs and tied it. Let's put Presley or somebody you know, else out there. So mm-hmm. he warmed up the other day, and he didn't get in, and it was great. It was like fate. That he, oh yeah,
0: just just like it was planned to be, man. You know, this it was all it was always in the cards that it was going to work out exactly this way.
1: So you don't get to hear the TV, but when he came in, I, I don't know. I think it was Todd Callis. He said, "Let's see if Kent Emanuel can give the Astros a couple of innings." Nobody watching the show knew
0: that he was going to pitch the rest of the game. Wow. Yeah and i mean I, I had the same thought, just just get us to the next guy, get us to the next guy, and he ended up being the guy and you know after after the game i i, I got to, uh I was kind of looking out in the in the crowd after the uh or into the stance after the ball game ended, and you know seeing him with uh what I think was his family and just just that uh that pride uh just just. Filled the entire ballpark, and it was, you know, I, I was very, very fortunate, even from from just really, really far away, just to get a, a a small glimpse of that that moment, and knowing that, you know, he he, all that work, and this goes for everybody that that makes their their major league debut. All the work that he put in, all the work that the people around him put into him to get, uh, help him get to that spot. And then, you know, getting to have that moment in a major league ballpark in a major league baseball uniform, uh, I just thought was really, really cool.
1: You know, I told you earlier that he was on the podcast, you know, a while back and we've kind of kept in contact, you know, we have each other's phone numbers. And when he releases a video kind of talking about his situation, he's like, Hey, check this out. And I'll ask him, how you doing? You like how spring training or whatever. And the other day, I mean, they were bringing him up on social media, you know, like the beat writers. And I and I text him and I said, hey, I'm reading that you're, you know, you're going to get called up as soon as your suspension's over. And he's like, I haven't heard anything. Hmm. You know, so he goes from haven't heard anything on Wednesday to throw in eight and two thirds innings on Saturday. It's just amazing.
0: That's a nice little little arc. A little behind the curtain. Yeah. Look at you. Berman didn't even have
1: that. (laughs) Nope. So, I mean, going back to the poll, I didn't even read the results, but Steve Austin was 56%, and then it was Rock, Hulk, Hogan, and Ric Flair. I think Ric Flair was a good character for his time, but no, no more wrestling, no more wrestling. Uh, Who is your position player? This one was pretty hard.
0: You know... I think I'm gonna go with uh, Carlos Correa just for that excitement factor that we were talking about. Uh, you know, his his defense is. You know, I mean that that's, that doesn't look like it's gonna go, go away. I mean, you you see the work that that he's put into you know want to be you know the uh, premier shortstop. In, in Major League Baseball, and a lot of that comes with the glove that you bring. And I, I think he's been, been awesome. But just having that excitement at the top of the lineup here the last few days, uh, I think it brings some new swagger to the team. And this team really, really thrives on swagger.
1: So my nominees, I had Brantley... With nine hits. And then I had Correa. He had seven hits and five R- RBIs. And like I said at the beginning, you know, it's not just hitting. You know, you got to look at his defense. And then I have Yuli Gurriel, who had a – he had that two-run homer that got us in the game uh, Friday, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so that, that was a big moment. And he also had two RBIs today, but everybody's numbers were inflated today. Uh, we lost three to six Wednesday, and he had all three of the RBIs. So I went with Yuli Gurriel. I think he was big in some big moments, and if it, I think if it wasn't for Gurriel, we may have went two and four instead of three and three.
0: He's <laughs> take your pick. I mean, you, there's of uh, the you didn't have any wrong answers. No,
1: no, not at all. Yeah, I mean, but I. I I, you almost talked me into getting Korea, but I just—you know—they both deserve it. So it's—it's it's better when we split because they both get to win. Yeah, they'll be like—they'll be, like, be glad uh, to know they made it. Yeah,
0: they'll be like <laughs> Christian
1: Javier with that yacht, that YouTube Player of the Game
0: trophy. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, "All right," is, is you know—is uh, that like the turkey legs from the uh, the Thanksgiving game or something? Or how, how does that work?
1: Hey, so let me me tell you this. Uh, I I spoke to you before the show, told you about uh, that we're going to do fair or foul at the end. But I tweeted before we came on the air to see if anybody wanted to ask you anything. And Ben Rains. he asked, how does one get a Bobby Dynamite autograph?
0: I'd say just ask anybody and... They could probably write it on a card or something for him. <laughs> it's B-O-B-B. It's Bobby with a Y, if y'all want to spell it right. Bobby with a Y. And then D-Y-N-A-M-I-T-E. And then I put a little star on there, too. So there you go. That's, the how you do Bobby, that's how you do a Bobby uh, do-it-yourself DIY Bobby Dynamite autograph.
1: There you go. You're welcome, Ben. I asked the question for you. Maybe not the answer you're looking for. <laughs> <but.
0: laughs> let's see. So, no, uh, let's see. You can send uh, stuff to the Astros and just uh, just put it to my attention. I don't even know what our address is. I'm I'm, I'm jumping on our. <laughs> you know, jumping... you can.
1: The players say you could do that, like Lance McCullers. Like mm-hmm. if you want him to sign a card, you just send it to the stadium and put attention him and you'll get it.
0: Yeah, there you go. Uh, you can send it to Minute Maid Park, uh, 501 Crawford Street, Houston, Texas, 77002. Just put it to my attention and I'll sign it.
1: So, yes, he's not just going to give you something, you have to send him something to sign.
0: I've got nothing to give, I've got nothing to give. That's you know, you don't
1: have black and white uh,
0: headshots, eight by ten glossies. I've given all those away already. Mm, Okay, my whole family has them now. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well if 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 this podcast could get any funner we're
0: gonna do fair or foul Are you ready for that oh i hold on i'm pouring myself a little bit more bourbon because i've been waiting for this moment all right all right i've got i've got four roses oh excuse me no i am not on four roses today i am on noah's mill so there you go all right let's do it let's, let's do or
1: Get ready. It's time for Fair or
0: Foul.
1: All right, here we go. We got five Fair or Foul questions this week uh, with our guest, Mr. Bobby Dynamite.
0: Now, I just want to just, you know, so everyone knows these are 100% off the cuff. Off the cuff. I have no idea what we're about to dive into here. So you may get like some really, really weird answers
1: nobody knows these i gotta make these things i need to hire someone to do these for me i know mario helps me out with them once in a while that's the hardest part of doing the show is make coming up with these but it's the funnest part
0: all right um i'm doing my stretches i'm ready to go
1: (laughs) all right okay maybe you've seen this in the news and uh but did you hear about the japanese man that got arrested for fraud because he had 35 girlfriends (laughs) so that he could get 35 birthday presents fair
0: if you if you got it flaunt it flaunt it (laughs) so fair foul fair but it's his own damn fault that he got caught
1: but my question is fair foul that he got arrested for it is it fraud
0: i i don't know what i don't know I, I, you know what? I I left uh, my uh, Japanese law book on the train. Yeah. So I I do not know. I do not have an opportunity to look that up.
1: But what do you think? Do you think that's something someone should get arrested for? No. I mean, he's
0: not he's not like stealing their money. He, just... okay did okay if if there's like a a marriage law that he broke, then yeah, he deserved to get arrested. But if there's not, like you know, that's. Number one, that's what he gets. He, you know, he was stupid enough to get caught, and number two, he was stupid enough to do it. But number three, fair because that's an awesome idea. And so I've got one fiance, uh, so I need to go ahead and like start recruiting thirty four girlfriends. July eighth is my birthday, so uh, that's that's my deadline. July and you can also 8th? send oh, you can also send presents to Bobby Minute Dynamite at Minute Maid Park. 501 Crawford gonna, Street, Houston, Texas, 77002. Put it to my attention, please.
1: I was going to say that. At least birthday card. So I, I say fair. If you, you know, if you're a player, don't hate the game, you know. I yeah. mean, don't hate the player. Hate, I don't know. I'm not cool enough to say these things. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's, it's a gift. You know, he's not stealing their money. I, I say it's foul that he got in trouble for it. But, I mean, is he taking these these ladies on dates? I mean, 35 girls? I mean, you're spending – he might be spending more money on dates than he is. I think it's a lot of Netflix and chill. Probably. Probably. Yeah. As long as you don't have 35 – he's probably using their Netflix. That's how cheap the guy is. Oh, man.
0: Dude, I I feel dirty now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, number two. I don't even know if we got a straight answer on that, but it was kind of fun to talk about Bucky's. And this is tomorrow. This is what I was going to tell you that I couldn't say it till now. But I, I, tell you, I leave at seven in the morning to go to the game, which would get us there exactly at ten, and the gates open at eleven. But that provides us time to stop at Bucky's. So fair and foul, when on a road trip, Bucky's is a must stop.
0: hold on let me make sure bucky's is not a sponsor because i don't want to give a right right or wrong answer (laughs) i don't think they are okay um
1: does it depend on if you have to go to the bathroom or not
0: it it really really does and so uh because i am the owner of the world's smallest bladder i will say (laughs) Yeah, fair. Yeah, Bucky's is a must.
1: I say fair too. I we, we stop and get breakfast croissants on the way to Houston,
0: and we stop and get
1: brisket sandwiches on the way back. It's just and we use the restroom. It's just yeah. a must it's a must do. There's one on the way in uh, about an hour away, and then there's one in Katie. So Yeah, the one in handy. Luling, right? Yeah, the one in Luling. And yeah. it's on the it's on the right side on the way. And the one in Katie's on the right side. So they're perfectly located.
0: You see, like, I I drive to Corpus Christi and a, a lot. And that's a big re- – that's, like, the, the main reason I started stopping at Bucky's was because the one in Wharton is on the right side. But when I'm driving back, it's like, okay, do I really need to go or can I hold it for this last hour and a half? That uh, is, that is so funny that you say
1: that. It's so funny because – I'll, I'll be on the highway you know maybe visiting my parents in oklahoma and i'll see okay there's a gas station coming up because i need to get gas soon and i'm like oh no it's on the other side like i want it on the side that i'm traveling on i don't want to cross the. i don't want to cross the highway i don't want to i don't want to do that
0: yeah okay cool see wow like you know kindred spirit here i thought i was the only one the whole time uh yeah i don't i don't like crossing and so now, if I really, really have to go and, like I said, I'm in Wharton, there's also, like, a Whataburger on that same exit. There so, yeah. So it's like, okay, do I really need to uh, dispense my essence in, like, a pristine cathedral? Or are we going to be finding a Whataburger? And, yeah. So that's, that's really where the conversa- conversation goes in my head. So... <laughs> If you, oh my, I told you this was going to get weird. No, no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just amazing what the next question is. It is so crazy that you said Waterburger because the question is about the Corpus Christi honey butter chicken biscuit uniforms. Have you seen those? They're going to wear them on Wednesdays.
0: I love them. So that's a fair for you? That's a fair for me. Yes. That is like, Okay, so we have the Montgomery biscuits that I just love everything about. Uh let's see. There was the uh the there's a new um at uh independent league team. They're like the Robo Otters or something like that that I'm all about. And the, this to me just like takes the cake. I absolutely love the honey butter chicken, what, what are they calling? Honey butter chicken biscuits, right? Yeah. But it's I on like Wednesdays.
1: They're going to be wearing, you know what's funny is like here in San Antonio, they have the missions and nobody hardly ever goes, but when, when they wear the flying chonkling uniforms, everybody goes. It's like they think like some special team is there, but it's the same guys, but they're just, they are just going for the uniform. Ouch. So what I'm saying is that's probably why it's on Wednesday to, to draw a crowd during the week.
0: You know, as, as awesome as that is, as like that's also so minor league. I, I, you can't do that anywhere else except minor league baseball. And you I know, think that's just what makes it so awesome.
1: You know, you talked about that the otters, the robo. I can't even remember what they are, but we follow each other on Twitter, and I just – I can't think of it. I don't know You know what who I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah, I do. Exactly, I know. Um,
0: all right, uh, number four. Yeah, go let's ahead. go to number
1: four. We're going to stay with... This one's a food question. Have we had a food one yet?
0: All right. Uh, does the honey butter chicken biscuits count? No. Okay, then no, we have not it, had a food one. It, it seems like it does,
1: but... It all right, so th- this is something somebody asked me the other day, and that's why I wrote it down, and then somebody posted a picture on Twitter, of, of this certain food that I really don't eat. So, fair or foul, crawfish.
0: Are you fair. a crawfish guy? Oh, I am a crawfish guy. Now, now here's the thing with crawfish. They gotta be, it's, they've got to be big enough to be wor- worth it. I'm a big dude. I don't want to have to fight my food to eat it. So, you know, they, they've, they've got to have some oomph on them. So, do you eat the t- – see, I can eat
1: the tails, and then they're like, okay, you got it. break them in half, eat the tails, and then suck out all that stuff. I'm not doing that. No. no. That's why it's foul to me because that's what people do. And I mean, theres I'd rather just eat shrimp.
0: You know, shrimp is a lot easier. But... I, like peel- I like peel and eat shrimp even though it's a lot of work. I really like it. Yeah, but there's just something about – you know, crawfish and like all the, the, the spices. And then, you know, your lips kind of turn that weird red color. And then you got to remember not to rub your eyes and, you know, mm-hmm. everything that goes with it. I think it's
1: the, ca- that, the Cajun know, spices and the corn and the potatoes.
0: And the yeah. Sausage. The sausage. Yeah. I'm all about that. Now that said, I ain't hosting a crawfish. wool. no way. That's way too much work. Yeah yeah um i will go to your crawfish boil but i will not host a crawfish boil
1: that's what some people say about crab legs oh they're too much work uh they're good if you know how to do it you can pull big pieces of meat out of there and it's kind of fun but yeah it it has to be all you can eat because i mean that's a lot of money for just a couple of spoonfuls of meat but that's that's what people say it's too much work crawfish I mean, I see people do it. I mean, my, my, I have Cajun blood in me. I have a Cajun last name, and I, I don't do it. I, I don't know. I, someone asked me about it, and I said no. So that's a foul for me on sucking crawfish head out.
0: Not doing it. Hey, before you go to the next one, it's the Otterbots. There you go. Found it. We we
1: we were saying the robot part at the beginning. That's why we're trying to say yeah the robot we otters.
0: yeah. So okay,
1: I can sleep tonight now. See, they they started their they were like I don't know like Danville yes right, and then they came up with the name Otterbot. So they changed. They were they were building up a like a following, right? Like Danville yeah. baseball or something.
0: Yeah, it was kind of yeah uh, Danville baseball. Yeah, that's what they were called. I gotta get me one of those Otterbot hats. Those are pretty cool. When they come out,
1: you ready for number five?
0: <sighs> Give me a second. All right, I'm there. Let's go.
1: <laughs> this is probably the only one that's not gonna be fun. I should have made them all. I should have made them all fun. What am I thinking? I, I don't know, dude. So the in the Got game, baseball on the brain or something. This is baseball in the game. The <laughs> this should have been the this should have been the first question. Just to get the non-fun one out of the way, right? Just start. I should have started with this one. But did you see when the Astros were up 13 runs, Robel Garcia tried to leg out a single, and the
0: Astros challenged it? They kind of got love, some... Fair, fair, fair. I'm not even going to let you finish it. Fair. I loved that level of pettiness. <laughs> from Dusty Baker and uh, challenging the play. I think he was the only one that didn't have a hit, right? Yeah, they were trying to get him a hit. That's what they yeah. did on TV. You know what? With all the, the pitching changes and all the arguments and all the stuff that you know uh, the Angels came out, you know, uh, over over the course of this series so far, you know what? I was absolutely fine with that level. I was actually laughing when uh, they decided to challenge it because I didn't think they would. I was like, okay, whatever. We're we're up big. Let's let's all go home. It's like, holy cow. They are going to challenge this play this is funny.
1: Well, think about that also, like what the people are saying is we're up 13 runs. they have a position player pitching. The Astros aren't the one that put the position player in there I, and and Robel Garcia is a professional athlete, and if he gets a single, I mean it means something to him because they get paid based on their stats and that's just one thing that would add to a stat so I I say fair I mean I I was I was kind of surprised that they did it but if you think about it the other team just because they're getting killed it's not like they're gonna let up I mean if they would add a close call they would have
0: they would have challenged it as well yeah you know it's there there's definitely that that competitive you know kidding aside there's definitely that that competitive. Aspect of it, and you know, I think you, you know, if you're if the shoe's on the other foot, you have to challenge that because you, you know, uh, I've said it you know a million of times if you've got outs, you've got life. So, if you're on the other side of that, I'm 100% challenging because you know, you 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 never know in baseball if you're gonna get mad, if
1: if if somebody's gonna get mad in a situation like that. Just have forfeits. Okay, well, y'all beat us. We're done. Yeah. Like, let, them, let them quit.
0: If they don't want to get beat, let them quit. You know, and that that was a really tough pill to swallow. And it was a real real pill to swallow, you know, when things weren't really going our way, when we were losing 100 games a year. My, you know, my my feeling has always been, if you don't like it, don't let them do it. And, you know, I just always felt like, we were on our way to not letting them do that not getting rolled over the way we were and i think you know for uh it, it's completely different when you have a team that was expected to kind of shake things up in our division this year and you know here they are you know uh 500 just like us or around 500 just like us and I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, and I'm not sorry. Don't, don't give up uh, 16 runs.
1: So, so somebody, somebody had tweeted just a little while ago about, save some runs for tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow. And that's what I thought. Like, whoa. <laughs> you know, like, okay, we've already beat him three times. But, I mean, I, I think, like, Ken Emmanuel not only did he do what he did today? But the thing that you're not even, I guess they did say it on the show, but we didn't have to use anybody else in the bullpen. And that could have been a day where we used four or five, six guys
0: the way it started. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, we've got a guy that's just, you know,
1: cruising. And the only thing bad is he's, I mean, it's like he started. So that yeah. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. He's not going to be available to around Thursday. I say start him. Put him in there.
0: Why not? You know, you know what, what really sucks is that uh, it, you know, it's all downhill from here. How do you how do you top that? <laughs> Eight and two thirds, five strikeouts, no walks. Yeah,
1: he could go out next time and throw five innings, give up three runs, and it'll be a letdown. But it's a good, it's
0: a good outing. Yeah, it's still a great outing, and it's like, huh, you know, well, I don't know. He was all right last. He was all right tonight. He was better last week.
1: Does that stick out to you so far in twenty twenty one? Is the best, the best pitching performance. I think I, so. I know Green Greenky's 8 inning one was really good too but this one was nuts. You know because it's his debut. He had to warm up in front of everybody. It's just the situation. It, it was amazing. It's going to be tough to top that. I think it might be the outing of the year.
0: It it really could be and uh to be honest with you, I hope it's not the outing of the year. I hope that means, you yeah. know, you know we we we've got uh a lot more in, in the bucket, you know, I'd hate to say that's the outing of the year and we're, we're you know, almost only through April. But let's say,
1: let's say Lance McCullers comes out tomorrow and throws a no hitter. Which one would you be more impressed by? Oh, the no hitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. So,
0: and, 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 that's, I mean, that's not to say that, uh, you know, Emmanuel's, uh, outing isn't going to stick out it, to me. It's going to stick out forever. Uh, you know, like I said, I I I believe that, you know, when when this season is done, you know, we're going to look back on on to today and say, yeah, the Ken Emanuel game. Uh, <laughs> no, I and, and I and I really do because there was something so special and something so organic about it that uh, you know, guy had no clue he was going to uh, come in today that early and you know. I don't think anyone in, in the ballpark had any inclination that he was going to throw eight and two-thirds innings of two-run ball against a really, really good lineup.
1: Let me ask you this. I, I thought about it, and I, and I thank you for, for talking as long as you did because it took me a while to find it. <laughs> but the, the today's the Chevy Strohs poll. And it kind of was like what I just asked you. It's like, what type of game is the best to watch in person? And it was a a five-plus run comeback, an extra inning walk-off, a no-hitter, or player hits three-plus home runs in a game. Would you know what you would – what would you say about that? Uh, Let's see. Um, I would say – I've never seen a no-hitter, so you have experience with this.
0: Yeah, I've got, I've seen three no-hitters live. Uh, The uh, one from the man who we do not speak his name. Yes. Uh, The combined no-hitter, what was that, in 19. And then when I was a kid, when I was a child, little, little, I was a little dynamite, I <laughs> was at Nolan Ryan's fifth no-hitter.
1: I wish there was something, you know, like little dynamite was called. So that, that could be your name. But no, it's just a little dynamite. Yeah. So, so I agree I'm, with this, think- at, at least the last place, like a, a player hits three home runs. Like that wouldn't even come close to a walk-off or a no-hitter. Coming back from five runs... You know, like one of my biggest things, like I was at the game when Colby Rasmus hit a grand slam and we beat the Red Sox. I was at a game when I think it was either one to one or zero to zero. And and there was two outs and Bregman had that pop up. (laughs) Which one? I
0: think he did it. No, no, no. The other one was uh, uh, a missed tag.
1: Yeah, the missed tag. He had the one where he struck out and Luke Roy missed him. And then yeah. the guy overthrew it, and the guy scored, and they won. But he had, he had the game where he popped that ball up. And whoever, Eric was, on, whoever was on first. Eric I, I Hosmer.
0: It,
1: yeah. Uh, who was on first? It was, uh, it was the guy. I think it was the guy that, uh, that made that run in the World Series as well.
0: Yeah, it was Eric Hosmer from the uh, Kansas no, City. No, no, no. That was on base for the Astros. Oh, Derek Fisher.
1: Derek Fisher. That's exactly who it was. So he pops the ball up. And I was with my wife and my buddy and his wife. And so me and his wife, when the ball got popped up, we kept watching because I was actually filming it. Uh huh. And my wife and my buddy, they saw the ball go up and they looked down. And he missed it. And it was amazing. So I was at those two games and I was at the rally bird game. You remember the rally bird game? Uh, which one was that? Is that the one that was on the, uh, on the guy wire? Yeah, and we, yeah. I mean, he, he got out on the field or something, remember? And then, uh, and we started yes. hitting, We started hitting, and they put him <laughs> on the, the Jumbotron, and they were going, everybody was going, Rally Bird. And then I think it was Machado. I think we we're playing the Orioles. And Machado, like, like kicked at him to try to get him off the field, and everybody booed him. Oh, really. yes. Yeah, and when he came back up to bat, everybody booed him again. <laughs> Oh, my God. I I
0: honestly forgot about the Rally Bird.
1: So I'll be there tomorrow. So what amazing thing is going to happen tomorrow?
0: Oh, we'll win. We'll do a four-game sleep.
1: I hope so. Well, Bobby, I appreciate you coming on. It was so much fun. I think we're pretty damn close to the hour mark, and it feels like it was five minutes. It was such pleasure to have you
0: oh man dude i was really worried i like tanked your entire show <laughs> i was like oh boy this is the last time i'm coming on this one
1: no you did great <laughs> i can't wait to have you back
0: yeah man anytime just uh, give me a holler we'll we'll do this again sounds
1: good i'll pencil you in uh for july
0: i've, I've just filled
1: maybe maybe i have an opening in june but I'm, I'm filling up these slots ahead of time so i don't have to worry about it when time comes But I appreciate it, man. It was a lot of fun. I hope all you guys out there enjoyed it. There was a a couple peeks behind the curtain and a lot of laughs. Maybe too much wrestling for some people, but I enjoyed it, and that's why I do it. There you go. All right, guys. We will see you next time. Thanks again, Bobby Dynamite. His dad is Mr. Dynamite. That'll never not be funny to me. (laughs) We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball, and we'll see you tomorrow, Bobby, up in the train. And maybe yeah. I'll find you somewhere. I'm going to look yeah. for you. Oh, boy. I already ran into you twice. You remember? I'm going to make it a third.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, thank you for like not making that more awkward because <laughs> I thought I made it awkward. So, yeah. Awesome. Nah, you're good. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time, guys.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode.